When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Eliminate clutter and embrace the freedom of HyperX wireless gaming gear for PC and console. Power through all the great monthly PlayStation Plus games with the Cloud Stinger Core Wireless for PlayStation. Enjoy lightweight comfort with reliable wireless freedom so you won't miss plot points when you head to the fridge. High-quality HyperX wireless products can be found at most fine retailers, as well as online at Target, Micro Center, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, or shop directly at HyperX.com and HP.com. Chat of the Wild is part of the HyperX Podcast Network. To find out more information and other great shows, go to podcast.hyperx.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Oh. That's dog for Gaiden. In uh, <laughs> this season, we are playing through Okami. Uh, in our last episode, felt like we beat the game. Uh, it, 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 we were just short of credits rolling. Was I supposed got to play a celebration. something this week? I, I thought I started Skyward Sword. What, what happened? <laughs> uh, we, we. Saved the day, basically. We had all this stuff, and they they wrapped up in a way that so many other games would be... A Zelda game would be rolling credits over the festival that's going on here. Uh, like, literally, Ocarina did that. Majora's Mask did that, where it was just like, let's have a party. Credits yeah, rolling. Okay. In that in that respect. I was going to say, you know, a Zelda game would definitely do the same thing this does, where, like, you got the things. Oh, no. It's like a Persona game when you get to the end and they're just like, oh, you, you thought that you beat the bad guy. Well, you didn't get the secret ending and you didn't get the double secret ending at the end of the secret ending. So you got to keep playing. <laughs> I just I just thought it was like, you're a teenager now. Like, this is the Master Sword moment. Like, you did it. Uh-oh. There's bigger evil. No, in a way, it was just sort of like, yeah, you're that that was a small time hero work you were doing there yeah. uh we're gonna go to the big city now we're gonna see what's going on you've been on um, the boonies we do have to in, we're forced to enjoy this festival before we can move on a lot of uh, that. you have to i think you have to talk to everybody i think it's one of those things is that did you guys have to do that or i, I think i did talk to everybody just from wanting to see what everybody said uh-huh. yeah it was cool to see the other, like the dogs and the the kids hanging out. I forget mm. all of their names. I mean, <laughs> Kokari is the the forest child who we did fishing with him and his dog. Is it Hi- There's yeah, like Hayabusa and the town. dog, and then there's what was it? I want to say Ube, but I know that's not right for the the other dog's yeah. name. Um, and then we've got like Mr. Bamboo and the nameless man and like, you have to do more than just talk to them. You have to 
interact with some of them uh you have to get some of them wasted um <laughs> and knocks them out i didn't have to do that you, oh, you can't you I, don't have to oh i just maybe i didn't talk to one of them enough times but i thought i had talked to everyone and that was the last thing i did was like maybe i have to do this yeah you can did- you can talk to like uh if you go up to tama uh, he'll set off some more fireworks so you can see those go. Yeah. If you talk to the the woman, the radish woman, uh, she'll she'll say like, "Oh, check out these fireworks," and she'll get another specialized fireworks she just for like her. A, a dog, her face, and a radish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if we go back up to the tree, we can see Sakuya again, and she is in like her full form now. Like she is like. This is this is her her top form basically. She thanks you for saving her and and releasing her power fully and all of that. Um, she, yeah. But the, again, they, they, she even refers to it as the final chapter of Orochi or something like that. Yeah. Um, Orochi. Yeah, because Orochi's purportedly dead, dead now, as opposed to just sealed away. Yeah, mm. we are we are told that uh, there's two people ran from the dead husk of Orochi at the end. Right. We we I, I believe a couple of them do mention that they saw like some thing like go towards the city or something yeah. like that. Um, and so that that will lead us on to our next journey. Uh, we do get told that Susano and uh, the maiden, I can't remember her name. Kushi, yes. Uh, Susano and Kushi are both missing, and they really are just like they're they're off doing stuff. You should not bother them. Eh? <laughs> when you when you actually it's... do go to where they are, uh, there's not much of that until the very end because they're it. I didn't it see is... them. Oh, you didn't. Oh, so I did not need to even see them either. So, uh, yeah, you can actually go into the tree through the opening area i thought i had to do this mm. through the opening area where we learn about how to wall jump and make the river that we swim through and we learn like our first brush techniques and then you keep going and you eventually get back to that giant statue of nagi and they're hanging out there and it's oh, kind of this- okay this cool moment where the three of you are just like, man, that was nuts. Like you had, you did that. And then, and then I did this and like, we're brothers in arms. And Kushi's like, you are a special dog. I have seen some wild stuff happen when you've been around. I'm not telling anyone about it. You're always welcome to like lay low in town. And like, everyone kind (laughs) of has this cool moment together and Eason won't shut up. And it's just better if he would shut up. What? (laughs) and yeah yeah. but you kind of Susano gives away that he's always been able to see your reflector and your godness and Eason sort of catches it and only after that gets pointed out does he go okay uh, no get out of here it's time for Doctor Strange so you need to leave and like you know the multiverse of mediocrity yeah like you know we, we've we got business to attend to but yeah uh, before that it it's just yeah like you know it's like the end of an anime 
once you talk to enough people, uh, Isun does mention that he's, he basically says, wait, you were told there were 13 brush techniques and you only have nine. So there's four more. Mm. We need to go find those. And it's like, he couldn't just be done. Like, it's not like we saved the day. Let's rest. Isun is just like, no, I am yes. here specifically for this. those brush techniques. We got this, this, this. This, this, Which, this. what I think is wild, he's like, oh, there's the the four, the three from the the monkey siblings, and of course those all count as one. It's like, right. really? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, hey, if that means we get more powers, then that's fine with me. Yeah, more powers are cool. Uh, we're told more that we need to go to the brush. capital city. More bang for your brush. I like it. I'm upset with how how good that was brian (laughs) um as we do leave sakuya does sort of give us a farewell and does mention that she feels some evil presence out there but she doesn't know what it is uh just real ambiguous right now this isn't over yet so like you got you don't have any better advice for us than that like i mean i feel like letting you know that it's not over yet is pretty good advice. Um, don't, don't get caught out, you know. So we go and run around. Uh, there's th- there's some more things for us to do. We've got a bunch of new techniques that we hadn't had before. So you can find some things here and there. We're not going to talk about uh, the, the side the side quests uh, in this episode necessarily. We'll save those for the beginning of the next one. Um, Does that mean uh, we, we get an we... exploration episode? No. Uh, that, that's I not, wish, that's like, not this game. It's this whole game no, is exploration. It is, and it's also just like really tight. Like it's not as, as big as some of the the fields are that we run around in. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot to do in them. Uh, there's a couple little mini games that we can unlock. That one or some are more annoying than the others, but uh, there there's a few things here and there. But really, what we're going to focus on is is the story on this one. When we go uh, up to the the city checkpoint, we're greeted with like a big bridge. We get uh, Sakuya does mark a spot on our map after she says goodbye to us to tell us like where we're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. So if you go up to there, we'll come across a bridge, and uh, there's some people to talk to. They're all talking about like this bridge is put up because there is a disease in the city and it's it's hurting everybody and spreading quickly. And they're just like, yeah, I think maybe it's a good idea that this this bridge is up. Yeah. But Amy shows up and we're just like, nope, that's not good enough. We got to get through here. <laughs> you're like, we're going to everyone's health be damned. We need to <laughs> keep going. Well, it's kind of weird uh, because they, they think that there's a big disease in the city, but they're not sure because nobody knows. And even the guard, uh, one of the guards is basically just like, Hey, you heard that rumor about like all the stuff that went down in the field with the curse zones? Yeah, I started that rumor. Yeah, cause you can be like, no, or yeah, a million times. <laughs> yes, yes. And then yeah, he says that. The... There's there's one guard at the bridge that is just like he's sleeping and not really paying attention. Then there's another guard that's just like, check out what I could do with this arrow, dude. <laughs> he's just like, he's just showing off arrow skills. He's just like, yeah, the bridge is up. I don't know. Anyway, check out this sweet shot. Because <laughs> ordinarily, doing this shot would let them know to drop the the bridge, right? Because he, he kind of says, that like, was look, my if, assumption. I'm, 
if I needed to, I could make this shot. So I'm just over here like shooting buckets into this cannon or whatever. And yeah, because I hung out with these guys a long time ago when we first went through that area and was just like, nope, nothing to do here. But I, yeah, messed around. But you could this time now we have the power of fire. Yeah, I don't know. Did it? I knew exactly what I needed to do. Was it? Was it really obvious? Like with that scene? Like I mean, put, it was obvious. A torch. The last right time the I was the there. Camera. And I was uh, like, oh boy, I wish I had firepower right now because I okay, obviously okay. can do something with this firepower. Well, they make a big deal of pointing out that the the torches are there, both with the camera and the dialogue. But when I walked into the area, I assumed we were going to use the wind powers to blow the bridge down because you kind of oh. see like those evil air swirls, air currents yeah. everywhere. And that's just, as we find out, kind of everywhere in the next area. But I assumed that we were going to have to just blow the bridge down. Mm-hmm. E- evil air currents. I like that. The Yeah. the Well, we did have to reverse evil air currents before. but So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, the first time also I came here, the Phoenix statues were extinguished. And mm, they they okay. say to you this time, like before, they're like, "Well, if those were lit up, then we would have fire, but we don't have fire." And this time, they say when like Orochi let out its death knell, uh, the the statues lit up at that moment. Okay, as though the curtain were torn in two. Uh, th- yeah, this was okay. So th- these were. I should make a, a section of the show that is just Jeremy's shower thoughts, uh, because I had <laughs> I had thought about this. Um, I've been thinking about Brian's this for a while. Bible references. <laughs> <laughs> um, when we're playing Zelda likes, there there's always been like this weird difference between what is like a Zelda like and what we call like Metroidvanias, uh, in terms of like they they both have very similar things. But I feel like in this one, and, and this is very common, like the Zelda things, where your progression is always tied to story. It's never tied to like an item. Where in in other like what makes a Metroidvania that is that your progression is tied towards like a specific mechanic that you learn. We learn mechanics as we go, and we get some progress. But it's always it always inadvertently ties back to a story in some way. Where, like, in Zelda games, it would be like, you need to talk to these people, and then someone will move out of the way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a big fish king that'll take his time moving out of or the way. now you can see this cutscene because he watched these other two cutscenes or beat this dungeon or whatever. Yeah, or th- we'll take this fence down now or something like that. You got to go and... wait in the the mountain gnome's dungeon shop while they polish your shoes and, and make you a sword. <laughs> Because it's not, if this was just a Metroidvania game, that fire would have already been lit and you just needed the ability to light it. But it was waiting on a story moment to trigger that before it let you go forward. And I feel like that's a very Zelda thing, too. Mm-hmm. Where there's times where it can just be like, you, yeah, you can have the ability to get somewhere, but if you haven't talked to the right people to progress the story in a certain way, it won't let you go <laughs> forward. This- this were super metroid you could bomb jump or or uh wall jump your way all the way up that bridge and over it and onto the next right. spot right like this this is an action adventure while like metroidvania games would be adventure actions right <laughs> this is an adventure game 
Yeah, it's an adventure game and it gets broken up with some fighting. This has some fighting and some action in it, but this is like very much emphasis on the adventure of action adventure. It's almost it's like a 3D platformer it's, more it, than it is a like, little bit of that too. Yeah, like it's just a if the platforming was game better. stuck in a 3D, you know, free moving space. Right. Anyways, this this concludes Jeremy's shower thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I need to have just like a, a shower sounds going in the background throughout all this. Uh, yeah. I'm sure the listeners will, lo- listeners will love that. Um, so we light this arrow that um, was it Ruichi? Yo- Yoichi Yoichi uh, Yoichi is just lobbing him across the the river here, and if you light one. Uh, the flaming arrow goes into the cannon and just completely blows up this checkpoint. Yeah. Uh, He's not I felt, ready for that. <laughs> I, yeah, I felt really bad at first, except when you go across there, they have a bunch of cursed land that you can turn back to nature, and then you just make it all beautiful. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. These these humans were destroying the land anyway, so we just took it back. That's all. It it looks like, uh, like Fort Hateno. On the edge of that uh, field with that where Zelda blew up all the guardians, it's just like this dilapidated, blown up fort. It's just like this. This just all looks bad. And but then there's a bunch of like death areas hidden around. So of course I got my brush out and filled them in with flowers so I can get praise and fed all the animals. And I turned around and all of the rubble was gone. I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right, it's, yeah. there's just a bridge here now, and it looks nice. I was also reminded of blowing up Barnes bombs in <laughs> Twilight Princess in the scene. So there's that another Twilight Princess. I didn't uh, uh, sit inside the house while it blew up this time, though. Luckily for me. Uh, let's see. So we get we get to a new area here, um, and there's a lot of, of course, cursed land around here. Everywhere we go, Isun makes a point of just being like, I thought we stopped Orochi. What's the deal with all this stuff still being cursed? And it's like, because we're not done yet, dude. Everyone's saying that. (laughs) Did you listen to what the woman said? Were you listening to her words? I don't think think Isun's listened to a woman in his life. Uh, Exactly. She told us it wasn't over. Isun. Pay attention, <laughs> please. Um, we we meet some new enemies. There's one that we find that is is like a stone statue kind of thing, but it's like it's like you said earlier, Brian. Like the fighting in this thing is so minimal, and I'm getting into these battles, and it, it's just in my way, right? Like I'm not bit. getting into a battle, and I'm just like, oh yeah, let's let's fight, let's try out these new weapons, let's do all this. I'm always just like. Just keep hitting them until I'm through all this stuff because I'm tired of fighting this camera. And it, yeah. Hmm. I think Camera's it's a shame enemy. that, well, one, I want to say I'm probably more critical of the battle system than I normally would be because it's a Kamiya game. If this yeah. wasn't a Kamiya game, I would give mm-hmm. it, I, I would give it a break. But it's Kamiya. We know Kamiya can do better. Um Yeah. The the enemy designs are all so cool. Uh, in, they the, are. in the next yes. section, there's an enemy design that I super love, but fighting them just 
isn't fun. <laughs> no. Yeah. And 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 a lot of the guys in this new area are just palette swaps. Well, not palette swaps. I mean, they're they're new models and new designs and and stuff. But yeah, a little, little upgraded versions. We've got the yeah, we've got like just harder versions of the guys with guitars. But now they have like a trident or the guy with the drums, but he's got a big old bell instead. And it's like okay. Or he's like made of stone too. Like the like their skin has changed and just made it where like yeah. they take more hits now. Yeah, so they they're like the same but different. But then even with some of the new guys, it's like I'm looking for the trick. Each of you has a trick and exploit, and trying to find out what that is is annoying and especially when the there's rng where you're waiting for that technique when you're trying to bait that technique out you can't always just do that and so you could either just button mash some of them you can't button mash to to hurt them but like yeah trying to wait for the thing it's like kamiya there's I know <laughs> you've made better things. <laughs> You're better than this dude. There, Please don't block us. Some of my favorite <laughs> things are in the entire world are referenced in this game. Uh, yeah, proof that you can make great action games. Come on. Come on. Another hard thing about the battles is that we have so many options that it's hard to remember what, what brush techniques can I use as a trick to yeah. fight this thing. So it's jumping a little bit ahead, but they introduce an enemy in this section where you have to attack it. It holds up a umbrella shield and then you have to use the wind to knock the umbrella out of its hands, essentially. Like it gets stunned because the wind is just like pulling it to the side and that's how you damage it. Literally was trying everything I could, had to look it up because I forgot that you can use wind in a battle. See, I like that. See, I I immediately was putting it together of just like use the wind against the, the for its umbrella. I had like that. a funny animation of its umbrella like going inverted behind it, <laughs> getting all messed up, and it was just totally open to get hit, and you could take it out really quick that way. So, so but, I missed that one. Yeah. Um. There's another way to get it where you can eventually bait out an attack where it flexes on you. Where it throws out this skull into the air, and then it lets it hang there, and then whips out its sword and destroys the skull, and then moves in on you and and messes you up. And if you instead slash the skull before it can, it just gets stunned by getting beaten in its flex or whatever. And yeah, see, that's cool. Yeah, like it, that's that, cool. I like that that character has multiple ways of of damaging. That's cool. I I now that I know about the umbrella, that'll make it a little easier. But see, that's the thing is like trying to figure out what these exploits are. Sometimes it takes forever, and I still missed that. And getting the skull to pop out is it. It has to be on the ground. It, it you know it has to go through. There's another any number of tactics that it can do on the ground that aren't that skull throwing flex. And I just have to wait for that to pop out. And the whole time I know I'm losing points for my time because I'm waiting for yeah, these I, certain I feel tells. like Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we do need to move on just because we we have complained plenty about the fighting. Okay. It's not improving. 
Yeah. Uh, it's still, I think that's going to be all the way to the end. Going to be able to, just, just an issue with this game is that the fighting is uninspired. It, it's uh, very linear. The fighting. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> We do get an area uh, where we can go and get this tree to bloom that I really enjoyed where we have to channel the water up this spring where basically it's like it would have these like it would be a thing where it was like running off to different little islands on the here, but it's all dried out. And so we have to reverse do a reverse waterfall carrying the water all the way up to the top and that that gets the tree to bloom and i i really enjoyed that that little puzzle there you you do have to fight the camera but oh always this is okami it's really (laughs) bad in this section because it wants you to it does it's trying to be nice and let you know hey look see here's a shot where you can see where the water is and you can easily draw it to where it should be but uh, i'm but i'm also trying to walk up these narrow ledges and i don't like the angle it has me at because I'm not, I want to be behind the wolf and make sure I don't fall down when I'm walking up, you know, whatever. So it was cool though. So uh, we get up there, we, we get this tree to bloom and that freeze Rio, um, that freeze Rio Shima coast. And we can do some more exploring before we do that. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll see what's waiting for us. The Hardcore Gaming 101 podcast is on a mission to rank the top games of all time. I like the idea that when Bruce Wayne gets angry, he switches to the Batman voice. Why do you have such a problem making Boomerang shaped like a bat? You mean like Batman? Not like Batman! Just make it for me! Bruce Wayne! I can't (laughs) even with this guy! It's a Herculean task, and I'd be lying if I said it hasn't taken a toll on our cognitive faculties. Most people would be happy to have a job during a global pandemic. (laughs) Dennis! Hardcore Gaming 101, twice a week, every week, right here on the HyperX Podcast Network. Eliminate clutter and embrace the freedom of HyperX wireless gaming gear for PC and console. Power through all the great monthly PlayStation Plus games with the Cloud Stinger Core Wireless for PlayStation. Enjoy lightweight comfort with reliable wireless freedom so you won't miss plot points when you head to the fridge. High-quality HyperX wireless products can be found at most fine retailers, as well as online at Target, Micro Center, Best Buy, Amazon, Walmart, or shop directly at HyperX.com and HP.com. Video Death Loop is the show where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. Come in on any episode. Video Death Loop, new episodes every Friday. So we have a uh, Rio show me coast here. It's all cleaned up. It looks nice. We do have a bunch of new higher level scrolls floating around. They're mm-hmm. like red now. Like I said la- before the break, we're not going to get into the fighting on there. They're just a little harder now. Yeah. Um, during the, the scene of everything blooming, we do see a, a sunken ship off in the distance. Now I did say in the, at the last episode, that's where we're going to be ending. Unfortunately, we can't just go directly there right now. What? Why not? <laughs> uh, I, I, I assumed you guys saw that and we're just like, Oh, that's where I need to go. I was like, Oh, hi. Um, I wonder what manner of malarkey I'll have to get into to, to even attempt to enter that. I knew it couldn't be that easy. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, it's never that easy. There, there is a another dojo here that if we go in, we can learn two more things. Now this, this I don't like because 
it it completely lacks context in terms of us unlocking new moves. When you just like put mandatory upgrades in a side that. shop, uh, there there are two things that we get from here. The double we have a double jump that we can unlock, and then we have super digging. I guess is, is I guess you can call it. Mm. Um, I think the super digging is optional, at least at this point. Probably, but the it double jump will be those, mandatory. Yeah, it would make some of those mini games easier, and just your life a little easier. Some of those like right. burrowing mini games. But yes, you need the double jump for this. Um. I was already out, so, like, intent on finding a new dojo because Homeboy was like, that's all I've got for you, man. You, you go on out and get on out there, youngin. But, yeah, uh, yeah so I was hell-bent on finding a new dojo. I knew there was going to be a new one. But um, we can we can run ahead, and we go up to the city. There, There's a couple little paths that you can go down. They all end up, like, stopping you. There's just closed gates. Again, story story blocking. Closed gates, where, uh, d- d- colorless areas where the evil is still on the border. People so literally dying in the streets. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we, yeah, we go into the city and you can run around here. It is interesting that you can go to where like the, the water... Um, I don't know what what would you call like the 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 river that runs through the, the city. Yes. Yeah, sure, the canal that yes. they have in there, um, and it's all dried up. But there's a bunch of treasure chests down there. Oh yeah, and so I went running through there, and th- I I want to say there were like maybe ten treasure chests. Oh, it was a lot. Uh, all through that, so it was a good. There's some free money. I mean, it was a good environmental storytelling because while I was down there, going ooh, piece of candy. Uh, there, I ran into the guy with the canal and I was like, oh, hey, I, I was told about you. I, yeah, let's do this thing now. Yeah. Um, there, there is a guy, uh, if you keep going ahead, you'll eventually run into a guy named Binke, I think Bink, Binky or something. I don't Binke. know how you pronounce it. Uh, Binke. And he talks about how he can lower the bridge, but he can't do it until, he says, "Like the water uh, is back, and I have that thing, um, and all." So right now, it's just like, "Go get the water back. Come talk to him again, and he'll okay. He'll say okay. more." I didn't run into him before. So does he? Does Benke not say why he's there until you fill in the water? Because he told me what his deal was after that. No, he he says that he has control of the bridge. Okay. Um, and he knows how to lower it, but he can't until the water is is up. And that's all he says until the water's up. Okay. Uh, so if you go run along the canal, eventually you can find a spot down there that does the digging mini game. And right. man, do I hate this mini game! <laughs> the first time it wasn't that bad, but this time it seemed as if you could actually make like wrong choices. Yes. Yes, you where can. I like, okay, I need to restart because I don't think there's a way for me to get over to where I need to go. You can only get the guys to go up when they fall into water. If they if they are down on flat ground and there is like a, a, a solid black block in their way, you yeah. can't get around it. And they just get stuck there. I even and forgot about the water spout. 
um, at first. Because I, I ran into uh, the treasure hunter, Bingo, because he was standing yeah. by a pile of leaves earlier. So I did that one. And that one was a lot harder than this one ended up being. Yeah, I was, but, I was, I, we can we can talk about that one on the next episode because yeah. I got I got things to say too. Um, but we go down there, we figure it out eventually, hopefully, uh, and we get the water back. Now, if you go then and and talk to um Benke about it, he will t- he will then just tell you that he is the fisherman monk that uh is after one thousand swords. And he currently has 999 and he's looking for the final living sword. And in order to, he, the way he talks about it is weird. Like he does not, he doesn't specifically say these things until you like talk to him enough where he's like, I need a fishing pole. Go to the shop and buy me a fishing pole. <laughs> yeah. It's also a very adventure game thing. Like the more you talk, the eventually they will just spell out like, this is, these are my base level needs right now. Well, if you go to the shop, there's like four item, four new items in there, none of which are for you. And so I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to buy all these, and then I'm going to have the scene where they're just like, oh, you already have it? I'm just like, yeah, because they were in the shop and I had money to burn. <laughs> I think it's really funny that, you know, all these people are doubled over in the streets, and yet the uh, the avenues of commerce are still open. Uh, mm. Like, you have no oh, customers, yeah. dude. Everyone is puking on the ground. Why are you open? <laughs> well, Gotta in sell. case a dog shows up with money. Well, because fish are really expensive right now. And so yeah, he, one guy's he's taking advantage again. of the fish market. I also wonder how often people send their dogs shopping in this world because no one seems to bat an eye. It's Everyone's first assumption is, oh, somebody sent the dog to buy groceries. Well, it is nighttime, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> the... um. The the other thing he the reason he's trying to catch a, a living the living f- sword is because he has nine hundred ninety nine blades, which means he has won nine hundred ninety nine fights, and he could just fight another dude and get his a thousand sword. But he has a reputation now; nobody wants to fight him. Everyone's afraid of his win record, apparently. So, so- his last ditch effort is to catch a legendary fish sword so for context this is a bit tongue-in-cheek because bin k is a popular japanese folkloric character i think he was an actual guy but it's one of those things where he comes up in a lot of media and like plays and tv shows and anime of being this super talented warrior monk who harnessed like a bunch of different weapons so like mm. mundane things and swords and whatnot. So okay, now he must harness the power of fish. Yeah, uh, he this says is last he's lo- discipline. <laughs> he he's looking for the cutlass fish, a living sword. So we get another fishing mini game. We give him the rod, and he does the same thing where he's like, "I'm waving the rod in front of the water, but nothing's happening." <laughs> um, I li- well, I like that. Uh, and and you said this was kind of dumb and annoying because you just bought everything in the store but i didn't spend anything yet because i was eyeing that hundred thousand dollar sword or hundred thousand yen sword so Mm -hmm. i didn't spend anything quite yet and so he was like hey go buy this fishing rod and i get there and there's two different fishing rods he wants the one that is less expensive and so i was like oh cool i'm I'm glad i didn't just 
I guess I'll buy a fishing rod. I might as well buy the most expensive one, right? That'll be the best. I've played an <laughs> RPG before. And then show up and him be like, nah, that piece of crap? No, I need a better... I need the the, mm-hmm. the one that's, you know, this one or a different one. We uh we get we do the fishing mini game. I I'm fine with the fishing mini game. It's yeah. it's okay. Um yeah. we uh we we get we do the same thing where we get the third fish is the big fish. We we get this giant long silver snake fish thing. Uh and then he gets it and is immediately disappointed. Yeah. He's just like Wait, this isn't a sword at all. And they were like, Well, no, it's a fish, man. Like But it's <laughs> a big fish. You were just getting a fish. It's a yeah. cutlass fish. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's silver like a sword and it has a name like a sword. So yeah. Uh so we go and do that with the water up, with him. He has his, his one thousand sword. He's fine. He lowers the bridge for us. We can move on. And this is where Isun continues his cancellation tour. Of mm. just making us like really, <laughs> really upset with this character, I but like it. in general, you have to be upset not only with the character, but with the character design of the the person that he's lusting after, and like also the the audio in the audio designer of this too, whoever made the, this music, the people um, who made this game, yes, 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 um, it's it's that, very that, much <laughs> presentation on their part. This is why Akumi is. Nakamura got sent to horny jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we meet Priestess Rayo here, and uh, she they will not stop talking about her breasts. They're all in uh, line. Well, they're just talking about how pretty she is. Uh, the soldiers are complaining that there's more people here. One, because there's a panic uh, of some proportion happening in town and the rulers aren't doing anything about it um we hear a lot about princess himiko when we get in here and everyone's just like yeah she's nowhere to be found she's hopefully she's praying for us because everyone kind of blames her for not doing anything while the entire population gets sick and is dying but yeah, every, everyone complains about Princess Himiko, but it would seem that the Rao Rao uh, is is here in her stead. But every time she says anything, Isun has to comment on her body. There's and a lot. It's it's she just sort of ignores it. She doesn't um, hear it. She's the Eastern the is the only one talking. Like yeah. it's not that she doesn't hear it; it's just like she just does not respond. Well, to no, it. I mean she doesn't hear. She doesn't get what he's saying. Like it's not. Uh, that's he's true. Not she doesn't catching yeah. her. She's not catching his drift. Right. I don't um, want to get into all the things that Eastern says. He's right. He, it's it's so many innuendos, and the music the whole time has moaning and giggling in it. Yeah, and. It, that is her theme song. It's like it's, it's very like the background to the intro to Stankonia, uh, except no <laughs> one's saying we're bouncing. On top of that, I guess Eason's kind <sighs> of saying we're bouncing. I don't know. Uh, oh, I God. I I keep trying to like think like I had the realization this playing this section like 
I think they want you to think of Ison as like Master Roshi or something like that, like just a just an old man sort of uh inappropriate. But like I can't stop thinking of him as the like Richard Dawson family feud host that would just openly kiss women every woman on the family feud like every episode and i'm just like isun this is you're inappropriate like this isn't comical i don't i don't find this funny you're an intoxicated game show host not to excuse it but also it's just a very japanese thing this this is the kind of stuff that was in so many games so many very popular games made in japan of just throwing some sex things there. I mean, I'm thinking of like Metal Gear Solid. You would find swimsuit magazines and you would put them down on the ground and it would it was like the most powerful weapon because you could just completely in, incapacitate incapacitate blah, 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 <laughs> incapacitate a guard um and they would just be totally distracted by that more Boobies. so than like anything else. And you wouldn't set off alarms. There wouldn't be people. The other guards wouldn't look at him to be like, oh, this one's knocked out. They would just be like, huh? Oh, oh, oh. And it was just like that. It was such a common thing. Okami did not stand out in the way at that time. We look mm. back on it. It's very problematic. This, you know, this game coming out now would have been an issue. See, even, um, even Kojima grew up and, and realized that he could use, uh, rec- cassette recordings of fart noises to distract guys in the future and that's a that's actually growth right there right he he moved on to poop and pee jokes and death stranding so. which is actually you know re- more mature really that's growth right there um but uh rayo says basically she can't do anything because she doesn't have her prayer slips they they have disappeared mm. and this is just i don't know this is this was weird because this is just a fetch quest, right? She says that we can just move on. And then those prayer slips are just sitting off to the side. You go yeah. down this one path and they are just sitting there. I mean, you, you, you can also explore the aristocracy quarter of the town. There's, there's a very clear reason why this happened that we can discuss in the next episode, because it's clear that they did this, for that reason, thinking it was going to inform the player, and then later they had to literally be like, "No, yeah, this is true. This do is one hundred percent true. Specifically. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Okay, yeah, we will. Yeah. we will get back to that. Um, we get her her prayer slips, and then she joins us on our journey. She uh, jumps on her back and is riding along with us. Uh, she's actually like the most. We have a, a number of passengers in this game. Like, right? It's not just Midna on your back the whole time. It's it's a you know, you, there's always like a different person for different you know whatever reason, any number of reasons that will like. Yeah, no, I need. I, I'm coming with you. Um. Oh wait, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. She doesn't jump on us at this point. Um. Okay. Yeah, she just she thanks us and then she just leaves and does her own thing and then we talks about like here. the um yeah, she talks about going to the ghost ship behind the bleachers and, um, at midnight. Well, th- th- so this is where things get a little cryptic because they don't specifically say that. They keep saying there is some evil coming from the ocean and it has something to do with the sea dragon out there and the water all dragon. of this stuff. You do hear a the lot wa- about the water dragon. They don't even they don't even say specifically 
that the evil's coming from the ocean. They just say that there's something clearly wrong in the castle. And then they say that there's this great evil that they haven't mentioned before that's outside of Orochi. And then um, we have Waka's reference to heaven, which did we even oh, yeah, go Waka over that? Oh, yeah, Waka is here. Bef- right, we didn't even bring that up. We ran into Waka, and Waka's being real cagey about what he's doing, but then also basically says he's trying to ascend to heaven to dethrone God, uh, which <laughs> typically I'm for. But yeah. in this case, I'm I'm not on Team Walker. Man, just I'm yet. I'm still I'm still waffling back and forth. Like you'll hear me at the end of the last one. I was like, man, Walker, like you know, mask off at this point. And then this discussion, I'm just like, dude, I'm I'm here. How do we kill God? What's up? <laughs> Walker is that Walker is your friend's cousin that your friend insists you bring along, but you don't like your friend's cousin at all. He cannot be trusted. <laughs> Like, maybe I'm the only person who has a friend with that cousin. Uh, no, you know, no, no, like, I know exactly what you're talking like about. Like, he'll be, yeah. you know, he'll have your back to a point. You can have some fun with him occasionally, but then also you got to, like, keep an eye on your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably named Trevor or Sean. <laughs> he escalates things way too Corey. quickly. <laughs> um. So, we go running around and... Yeah, I mean, uh, she she does basically come right out and say, like, you know, it's in the lunar lagoon. The tide only recedes when the moon is seen from the moon turret. It's easier right. to get to the treasure ship when the tide's out. But I thought she said specifically the new moon, and we can't. We can only yeah. draw a crescent moon. We can't draw a new it, moon. We draw when you get up on top of the moon, the moon platform when you're fulfilling your duties as the moon patrol uh they're an emblem of a i guess it would be a, a, a waxing moon? a yeah, waxing crescent appears and if you then make the waning crescent they then cancel each other out classic moon math quick moon math i right. was like this should be a full moon right or at the very least like the cornea, eclipse, maybe. the cornea of a moon, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you, yeah, like we. I guess they can't. It's math. It's simple moon math, right? <laughs> but uh, we can go jump down there. The like, like Moses, we have parted the the ocean here, and we can go <laughs> no, down we just, into. We've, there. we've made a moon shaped part in the ocean. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I bet Moses could do that. He could part. He could part to make a channel. But if he wanted his own little like secret hiding spot, he, had, he could also do that too. He had some skills. He could. He could yeah. work some. You know, things. we just he didn't see them all. Maybe some archways. You know, some high raised <laughs> ceilings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to. You got to read the Bible after dark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, he had a great this... housekeeping magazine. This uh, leads us to the sunken ship, the entrance of there, and this is where we are going to wrap up this episode for our next episode. I don't want to necessarily like give it away exactly, but you got to shrink down and you got to go into a hole. Go, go back to oh, okay, Ethan. Uh, I, I would say go back to where you got the prayer slips. I, I guess I don't know. It. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Follow. We're we're gonna find an item, and the item is gonna tell us to go to a direction. 
We're yeah. going to go there, and then shortly after a cutscene, when we re- arrive at that place, there's a save station. You can go there. That's where we're going to wrap up that next episode. Okay. All right. In the meantime, we've got to explore this ship. We're also going to be talking about some of the side quests that we have skipped over. Um, just going back there, saying some things that are there to, throughout this world. Do all that. Meet back here, and we'll talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Oh. Kaiden.